funny story about episode 77 of the Bite Size Irish Getting Podcast. That was the last one. I think I was speaking into the microphone on the wrong side. <laughs> I was speaking into the back of it. It's one of these kind of podcast microphones that stand on your desk and it's yeah you should talk into the logo but I wasn't I don't think I was I was holding it in my hand and just didn't realize it was on the wrong side but you know what the show goes on Uh, (laughs) and that's what I want you to think about the show goes on let's keep going welcome to the bite-size Irish Gaelic podcast I'm Owen uh, speaking from Limerick City So it's not just about uh, keeping the show on the road, keeping going, uh, dipping into your Irish language every single day. I hear a lot of excuses and I'm not blaming anyone for providing these excuses, but because they're real feelings. People say that they don't have time. They say study the Irish language. Uh, They never seem to get around to doing it. And for me, a lot of these barriers are internal barriers that we put up to prevent ourselves from doing what we really need to do. And on a more fundamental scale, it's about permission. And you you really don't need permission from anybody to do what you want to do. One way to think about this is... It's not that you chose this journey to learn to speak the Irish language. It's that the journey chose you. (laughs) So I've often over the years asked people, hey, how come you got so interested in the Irish language, in Irish culture, in your heritage, that you want to go and speak the language? Like, it's just, sometimes it's just something crazy. And people in Ireland don't realize, I think, the number of people outside of Ireland who are interested in learning to speak the Irish language. And after reading lately, I <laughs> do have this opinion that maybe it's not you who chose the journey. The journey chose you. And you should ask, okay, why did the journey choose me? <laughs> and what am I going to do about it? Am I going to say no to this calling, this interest this thing that piques my interest. Am I going to just like bury it, brush it aside? Or am I going to capitalize on it, make the most of it, embrace it, make it a real part of my everyday life? And when we keep digging and scratching at the surface okay when you say you don't have time you don't have the motivation and if I propose to you okay why not just think outside of the box a minute why not record a video on your phone saying that's hello and say how are you and then say Ismisha and your name so Ismisha Owen and I'm learning the Irish language Thanks for watching. Bye. Was that... Okay, is that really hard to do? Suddenly you realize, wait a second. Maybe what's holding me back is uh, what I fear other people think about me. It's 
my fear of embracing what's really of interest to me, what's really grabbed my attention. And my conclusion in all this is that you don't need permission to be interested in what you're interested in. The thing that's found you, (laughs) that's made you interested, be it your Irish language, your family history, Irish culture, Irish music, the emotions it gives you, the goosebumps it gives you, uh, the dreams it gives you of visiting Ireland or connecting with your past and your future. Uh, that's what you that's what you can that's what's available to you. You don't need permission to do this, but suddenly if we start thinking about it, expressing ourselves, we think, what'll other people think? And that's the same as this podcast. Like if I sat down with my friend and they played this podcast episode, I'd probably cringe a bit. But I'm still forcing myself to uh, put it out there, record it and put it out there. I'm on and here you go. These are my opinions. And when you start expressing yourself, suddenly you're starting to be yourself. Because if if something is interesting to you and you don't want to fully express it because of what other people might think, I think you're... Putting barriers around you. You're putting barriers about finding out who you are, what's of interest to you. So here's my challenge to you. It's this is my short monologue today. Express yourself and share yourself. And with the YouTubes and the internets, it's very easy to do this. And the Facebooks, you can on your phone or on your computer or whatever. We all have some kind of camera these days. Hit the record button. Say, Giorit, Conasitatu, Is Misha Owen, Is Misha Mary, and put it out there. Tell people that you're interested in the Irish language. You don't need an excuse to be interested in what you're interested in. You're already interested in it. You don't need to justify it to anybody. You don't need permission from anybody. This is what's giving you the interest and the motivation, and it's what you wake up in the morning and go, I wonder what if I just dug a little deeper and found out this thing that I'm thinking about, about this subject. And our common interest on this podcast is the Irish language. But this applies, I think, to the rest of your life too. Uh, The rest of the interest in your life. Things that you find interesting for some reason. You might not even know why you find them interesting. But this is my call to action to you. It's to keep going with that interest. So just to end this topic, I've written a book about this type of topic. It's a bit, It's about the internal battles and winning the internal battles of learning a language. If you want to go to www.bitesize.irish slash book, you can find out more. Either when you're listening to this, it's released or will be released and you'll be able to get more information about it anyway. It's a short book. It's a bite-sized book that I wrote. And the book came out of me. Like, I sat down each morning before work and just wrote, say, one section. And uh, it was a very motivating thing to do. It's 60 small pages in its first edition. It's so short that there wasn't any writing fatigue and hopefully there won't be reading fatigue for you. So there you go. 
www.bitesize.irish/book. And we go to the second part of the Bite Size Irish Gaelic podcast. This is what I love. It's that you can record your question for me and by audio. And if it's suitable, we can feature it in the podcast and I can reply to you. And the more philosophical, the better, the deeper, the better. But really any question uh, around the Irish language, Irish culture, why not throw it my way? And it's super easy. You don't need to install anything. It's just on the web page you do it. So you go to the podcast homepage that's at www.bitesize.irish slash podcast and when you're there there's a big button at the top of the page uh, near the top of the page and it's to record your question you click the button it asks hey can I record audio on your browser you say yes and then you start speaking Uh, so introduce yourself tell us whereabouts in the world you are uh, your first name maybe and then on to your question. So, on to our questions this week. The first is from Joe. Dildwit Owen is Joe Anam. I'm a native Missourian in America and fell in love with the music of Gaelic Storm. This is what gave me an appreciation for Irish Gaelic and inspired me to try to learn it. I am curious as to what happened in Ireland to take everybody away from their native language. In America, it seems like all languages are present and uh, appreciated. So thank you and good day. So Joe, it's, uh, you have your own calling. You heard Gaelic Storm and it just got you into this Irish culture. And I'm sure you had some kind of interest or history there before. I'm sure somehow you had a history there, an inkling that this was your calling already, right? So what happened to the Irish language? Why do we speak English in Ireland? Okay, um, big topic and it's, uh, this deserves more time than I'm going to give it. So I'm going to give you my couple of minutes answer. So we have to deal with the reality in Ireland. Reality in Ireland is uh, the community language. The language of society is English. So if you walk into a shop it's expected that you'll speak English. If you speak the Irish language, if the person is from Ireland, they'll probably, they'll know what language you're speaking. And if you keep it simple, they'll probably be able to understand you. But they probably won't accept understanding you, if you get me. They won't accept you speaking this language to them. It's putting them out of their comfort zone. So, (laughs) what can I say? The figures, if you look at the actual figures of number of speakers of the Irish language daily outside of the education system, I've covered these in the past 10 episodes. It's frighteningly small. When you look at the figures, like something like 80,000 people uh, speak it daily outside of the, the education system. That's tiny. That's a town. A town's worth of people. And there's English all around us. However, Joe, I'm going to tell you that it's not all dark and bleak. There's this energy, this vibrancy of people who speak the language now, who I I would just, just in my own sense, it was like a dark time 30 years ago. The Irish language was like frowned upon. You'd be in trouble for speaking it. Now it's people who are connecting on Twitter. They're speaking together. It's young people. It's not just the old people. 
it's um, large communities getting together. There's pop-up Gaeltachs in Dublin. It's a great organization. So they organize to meet up in a certain pub each month or each week. And people just have a drink and say hello. And there's a big group of people talking in a pub in Irish. So it's uh, the absolute figures are bad. The vibrancy around the language is absolutely fantastic. That's my state of the Irish language. But for the history of it, there's been a lot of history over centuries. And I'm not a historian, so I, I won't cover that today. Let us just say that the Irish language invaded Ireland about 2000 years ago from Central Europe. It killed off other languages that were there before it. And then, say, uh, maybe, is it a thousand years later? Maybe before that, actually. The Vikings came along. They started invading. The Saxons, the English came along. They started invading. The famine came along and killed several million people or displaced and or displaced several million people from Ireland. That was in the 1850s. And that was, I think, a turning point. And the English language took a stronghold since then. Now, there you go. I'm not going to say more about that. Thanks a lot, Joe. I look forward to your next question on the podcast. It was super nice to be able to connect with you through the podcast. Slán gafol. Now, on to Michal, Michael, who is part of the show. Let's say that, Michael, because you've um, probably submitted more questions than anyone else. So here's your recording. Oh, and a harja. It's Mr. Michal. Hui me i bite size i mi fevra fiha Michal, that was very nice of you. So you were telling us that in February 2014, do I remember that right from the recording, that you joined Bite Size Irish Gaelic. And this is 2018 that I'm recording this. So you've been years in the Irish language family with us. And Michael also asked about, could we share some bios about the Bite Size team? And there's a Bite Size team get-together at the end of 2018. Uh, Just the team members who work on Bite Size. And not only that, we might just do a couple of recorded videos so you can get to know us a little better. And we've got thoughts, we've got ideas, we've got an inkling of setting up a real community where Bite Size members could suddenly find themselves being part of a tribe being part of a community that's acting together that's there for each other who are meeting to practice irish together actively weekly how about that is that a good idea let me know if you think that's a good idea but it's something that we're starting to play with so there you go thanks for the two questions michal and joe and i invite you To record your question, you just need to go to www.bitesize.irish slash podcast. Hit the big button for recording your question. To finish this off, thanks to Tsukumo for their music that you always hear on this uh, podcast under a Creative Commons uh, license. And if you've got an inkling for tapping into your Irish heritage a bit deeper, for learning to speak a bit of the Irish language every single day in small bite-sized pieces, why not come to www.bitesize.irish and check out the program. Slán! Slán!